Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Under the Radar. Uh, today, uh, Paul Tonkins is with me again. And our special guest, uh, now Tom, I like people to introduce themselves. So just explain oh, yourself in, in up to 700 words. <laughs> okay. Um, my name's Tom Allen, and um, I'm very happy to be here. And... Uh, um, what do you want me to talk about? What, like, what, what I do? Well, actually, I don't mind what you say because I wish you were. I, I think you should uh, do nighttime stories because your oh. voice is just the most soothing voice. I could. Like, Great voice. Not that it would put me to sleep, oh, but you. it would comfort yeah, it would. me. <laughs> it would comfort me before sleep. Maybe I should do sort of meditation tapes or sort of like um, affirmations. Yeah. Sean, you're doing really well today. <laughs> now you're feeling. Uh, now that felt a little insincere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you get from a recording. I guess. Yeah. Uh, later on as well, Justin Rose is coming in. He's a dietitian and nutritionist. And uh, now um, you're, you're quite fit, Paul. You run all the time. I run occasionally. Yes, I've been no, known to run. No, you're I've ha- run marathons. Yeah. Have yes. you, Paul? Yeah. Yes, I've run. I've run a few marathons. You write- Anyone can run a marathon. No, but no, they can't. You- they can't. Any any human being can run a marathon. If you train hard, it, you don't even have to train hard. Jade Goody, God bless her, she she ran a marathon. Lorraine Kelly has run a marathon. You could run a marathon if you want. I'm glad to. I'm in that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but I'm, no, no, but you're saying I'm as fit as <laughs> no, no, but Lorraine they, Kelly. They, they, you're they, the same fitness. No, but they are examples. That that was it was an example but of anyone can run a marathon. Don't you uh, write a column for uh, a running magazine? I didn't even know there was a running magazine. I write, of course, I write a column for Runners World. Yes, uh, what talking about the, the running life? But is that know? every week? Wow, is it? every every month. What does right. it do? Like have reviews of Lycra. Lots of like reviews, lots of a lot, lot. It's basically selling shoes, but there's lots to chat about running because <laughs> running is much more pleasurable to talk about than to actually do. So you know, I, I I'd suffer. I think every month going, oh, what am I going to? Uh, it's write amazing. About it's amazing. So what, what was your about. last one about then? What did I write about last time? I, 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 I wrote a article about the relationship between running and. Uh, and sort of house music and people listening to house when they're running and how you meet a lot of runners who used to go raving a lot in the late 80s, early 90s, and now they're returning to something that's sort of hypnotic and repetitive and sort of upbeat, but obviously much more of a sort of natural high sort of thing. And Rob, a, you, you'd Deering be amazed talk- how many do do that. Rob Deering was talking about that uh, the other day on stage. He was runs he? Yeah. a lot of marathons. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of... Uh, so, well, so, so that was an example. What about you, Tom? Do you... Uh, Never, ever. Do you do any fitness at all? Well, it's funny you should ask, Sean. Thank you. I, um... Did go through a short phase, a burst of doing the seven-minute workout, which is a daily um, thing you get on your iPhone yeah. that guides you through like because because that, that's, that's the uh, that's the phase. Is it massively high intensity workouts for a short time, as opposed to long slow runs? Just go, you know. Yeah, I mean, I do you know what I, I'm interested in with it is I think it's the mental thing you go through when mm. you're running that my mind will naturally go you shouldn't be doing this you should stop why are you doing this this isn't for you you can't do things like this and I think that's the mm. that mine and is, after a while that mine, is, mine is breathing and, yes uh, just not being you know, able you've to. got a running machine or something you've got a, a, a cycling yeah, machine but, at home yeah I do but like, I kind of that's because I've got disposable income rather than kind of uh, it's a status it. status yeah. running machine yeah 
still good fun though, isn't it? Anything, well, any any, any fun, continuous though. movement for more than 10, 15 minutes will leave you, will help you mentally. It just is. It's just a fact. It's just it doesn't mean to your brain chemistry. One it? thing I did last month, I went to a rave in the morning. What? There's still raves? No, but it's like a fitness <laughs> rave in East London. I don't okay. live in East London. I had to go... I had to travel yes uh, to the rave on my oyster yeah, card like and the, yeah. like like the diligent raver that i am and i got there and mm. it's like three hours of dancing um wow. to ra- rave music yeah, is that yeah, what it's yeah, called yeah. i don't want to well, use the wrong know. name for the music <laughs> and then probably like repetitive beats there were yeah. loads of fat beats and yeah. uh, everybody yeah did well, you go on your own though no no i'm not a weirdo <laughs> i went with my friend and uh, my friend Brigitte, and it was her birthday, actually, she wanted to do it. Anyway, that's by the by, and we had a lovely time, but it was very... It was much more enjoyable to do it than I think... No, but I that, 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 that's quite bizarre that, that, that years ago people used to go up raving, which uh, just just to really... Uh, extreme hedonism and go through all that. And in the in the process, they kind of... They, they did a lot of dancing, so it sort of got you fit, but because of everything else you're doing at the same time, it wasn't really a fitness thing. Yeah. But now people do it for reasons of efficiency... It's a, bit, yeah. it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? It's quite telling, yeah. isn't it? But they undoubtedly do. They thought, let's take all the health elements and none of the he- hedonism. I mean, which it sort is, of makes sense, Which does it? sort of make sense. And it was mm. only the first half an hour that was awkward. It was really awkward for half an hour. Right, so what, you, you go in. You go in. Right. The lights are up. And that was you, what you I found. pay in. You pay in. Pay yeah. your money and take it. You don't get it. searched at the door. No, everyone gets in. Everyone gets in. It's quite liberating. (laughs) There are drug dealers outside, pushing protein (laughs) shakes. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) And so, right. So, when you when you arrive, the music hasn't started. Get you all ready. No, no, it's not as bad as that. It's not a country dancing. I want to know. I'm fascinated. It's not a Kaylee, and although I do love a (laughs) Kaylee, but you go in. The music's already pounding. And then you go in and you just start... And people, start there are already people who are dancing, it seems. And there, people go dressed Early as horses runs. and stuff and Pardon? in that sort of, like, Glastonbury way. Right, they sort go of festival element. Festival yeah. element, yeah. People dressed as horses. People were dressed as horses, Sean. And this well, was, what do you mean, with a saddle on or just a horse's head? No, a horse's head. Right. And this was on a Monday morning? Was this on a Monday morning or something? It was a Wednesday morning. Really? Yeah. That's oh, incredible. They do it oh, once not, a month. Not on a Monday morning, come on. That's, and that's once a month. Yeah, I mean, Sounds they should wild. do it every, Sounds good fun. every day. It but, would be great on Monday yeah. morning. But do you dance with other people, then? You can do what you like. No, but is that what happens? Yeah, a bit. But mainly, like, I was with my friend, and we just sort of jumped around, really. And it yeah. was... You notice that it's only the first half an hour that's awkward, like I say. And then, you um, get, and then you're fine. And then you, then you get it's used like, to it. It's like you've been drinking or, or mm. just having a lovely evening. Because it's, the movement yeah. is hypnotic, and it changes your state of mind, doesn't and it? And then once you start moving, mm. I think, yeah, it mm. releases those endorphins. And mm. you're like, yeah, I want to do more of that. And so it's great. It's a great way to start the day. I did that in, when I was in Edinburgh last year. I joined the gym for the month. Oh, I've done that. Because yeah. uh, you know you get all those classes. Oh free. yeah, did you do that? I well, never yeah, organised well, enough well, to do well, this. Don't, in Edinburgh. because uh, there was one that just said lunchtime uh, power <laughs> class. And that sounded fine. <laughs> power, power. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Was, uh, <laughs> you just put on shoulder pads. No, it was like weightlifting and oh, all this. Yes. And I, I was, I was pretty much out of the game for about four days after that. I just did every ligament in. But they should tell you that. What when did you, you think it was, though? Did you just think it was how to talk down to people? Well, I, I thought it would be, you know, just to like a bit of exercise, you know, yeah, kind of, yeah motivation and a bit of exercise. <laughs> I, I didn't think it would be a bit of motivation. What you thought? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, but motivating, like in the sense of mo- motivating you to move, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. and get fit for an hour. That, I didn't realize that it was is the most on. effective. I was reading a, a book by the guy who wrote. You know, that guy who wrote the book about the black swans and fooled by randomness and stuff. Nassim Taleb, the uh, the economist. 
philosopher. You might not know. But he wrote a very famous book called The Black Swan about how we can never predict what's going to happen financially and stuff like that when, oh. when the crash came. And he was just a really sort of crazily intelligent philosopher character and he's talking about the, the most effective way to um, to get stronger isn't to do loads of light reps it's to just to do one rep every week or so Sorry, that's an absolutely what's massive what's in rep? terms of weights in terms of okay. weights so instead of lifting weights that you can lift and just do, do yeah. like 30 and sets of 30 mm-hmm. just do one massive power lift and that's a what week. brought down the economy no, 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 that, that, no, but that's no, no. That, that had nothing to do with joining that, gyms. Nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Economy. Gym membership went down. <laughs> suddenly, there's no. But it's worth it's worth trying. I like that idea of just one huge lift a week. Yeah, you, that's not going to give you a six pack, is it? Well, no, no, but it's going to make you stronger. It's going to well, make you a lot oh, stronger. stronger. Try it. Stronger. Try it. It's that thing of you know when you start using muscles that you just haven't used. For oh ages. yeah, well, never th- used. This is what happened to me. My cat died, and I buried her in the garden. And obviously, I was very sad. Of course, but then. I, f- I thought I was coming down with a chest infection and I realised I hadn't been using my burying a cat muscle because obviously when I was uh, using the shovel I was using bits of my body that I don't normally do and I, was, and I thought it was like heartache so my muscles had kind of spasmed from That's not using them moment, isn't it, but, uh, because burying, you don't do anything else besides the running though I play running and I play a bit of tennis the odd, the odd press up when, when we had work done on the house we did pull ups on the scaffolding that was great it was like being in Rocky it was fantastic Oh, really urban. A double show off. Urban. Not only are you having work done on the house, but you're also using it as a. Oh no, but that, well, no, 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 we, I did pull ups with, with, with George, my son, and he thrashed me on the pull ups. It was incredible. He's okay. like 15, he thrashed well, yeah, me. Well, it was quite sober. That was always going to happen, though, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. Was it? I mean, yeah, well, I, I still found it a bit of a. Bit of a seismic change in terms of the power around the house. He's kicking, <laughs> kicking me around. Is that when you realise he could probably do around. you in a fight? Well, no, he can't do me in a fight. He can't do me. He's more stronger than uh, in than me in terms of relation to his own body weight. But if push comes to shove, which it often does, I am still retaining leadership of the house. <laughs> but my goodness, what a very um, what a very feral. It is. You it have. is. No, no, but the, if, if we see each other in the see each other, we 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 meet in the corridor. We'll have a little kind of. It's fun. Don't worry. It's nothing. Nothing sure, serious sure, it's about fun. it. But, but I'm just but, like but, maybe but punch I'm, each other. But I'm fe- we never punch each other. But I'm f- he's getting stronger. Mainly headlocks. I'm, I- I'm pleased with how strong he's getting. He's, he's getting really strong. I'm really pleased because with him. It's like, amazing. Surely, Fantastic. like like obviously I haven't got kids, but it's that thing of I remember the power. Like when you realised I could probably do my dad in the fight. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. I mean, I've never sort of dad and I've never been people who sort of punch each other around no, but, a bit. But, but it's still there is like what Paul was saying. There is a power play that comes in where you go. But it's like that thing. I still yeah. can't do my dad in a fight. I mean, oh, really? he's, a, he's a sort of ex-police officer. He'd definitely just, he'd be all over me. I mean, he's still stronger than me, and in, in a fight, it would, just, it would be awful. It'd I've be never been in a fight, is that, is that no, what no, you're that's fine. You don't have to be in a fight. So I don't know how I would be in a fight. I've been in very I, few fights. You don't want to find out. I be very good. You don't want to find out. It's I, I awful. It's I awful. Really, why is it awful? Because, because it it's violence. Violence is wrong, isn't it? Have you come near to a fight, then? Once, I threw somebody out of a fish and chip shop. So what was happening? They were causing a nuisance... Um, to do you know what it was? It was pure bravura. When I was mm. about eighteen, there was somebody. I was not out, and there was this guy that I liked, and there was this. And this man was causing a nuisance. He was clearly shorter than me, so mm. he wasn't very strong. He was causing a nuisance, and I thought I'll show off by mm. throwing him out. And I think it largely consisted of me going. I, I think you should leave. Now. I think you should. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Um, well, had you had you had a drink or anything? Like, did you have that? Probably, actually, yes. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. yeah. But I think. Um, but you had right on your side then, didn't you? Yeah. And that gives you, oh, that gives you a strength. I, 
Like gives you right? strength. I think is that so. Right? Righteousness. I think, yeah, I think it gave it gave you strength that mm. you knew you were right in that scenario. Maybe I'm yeah. not suggesting righteousness as a state of mind, but maybe I don't know what he was doing. This guy, but maybe you had. A, I can't actually remember. He was probably. But just that gave you an energy. Some, yeah, he's probably trying to get, get some chips. Chip. Probably <laughs> trying to get some fish and chips together. Oh, get get out, out! Come on! Get out! Get out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but would oh, you be the type that would uh, if you saw someone in trouble and it might affect you violently like would you jump in um I, I really don't know I really don't uh I'm trying to think of an example when I've seen it I've not really I, seen that I many think you would Paul well, well I, what, what's, I, the exa- what's the example well, well, of what's I, happening? I did the other day actually but it's really low rent it was by no means heroic <laughs> um it was like a bunch of kids I heard this sort of out near my house, I heard heard kind of various shouting, and it's a bunch of kids. They must have been about 12, 12 13 years out, years old, so they weren't particularly. Mm-hmm. There was about five or six of them, and they had this little this little ginger lad oh. sort of against the wall, and they were hitting him. Oh god, it was awful. And I stepped in and just said, "You can't do that." And he said, well, "He said he's been slagging off my granddad, didn't it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, you're obviously stronger than him. You're none of your business. Back off." And I was like, "Look." You know this is wrong. You know, I, I just held it. I said, "You know this is wrong. You can't do. You can't do this. I cannot let this happen." And eventually, let him go. And then the ginger lad went off and, and turned, turned around and went, "Can't!" <laughs> just ran, just ran around the corner. But were you like, scared when that happened? Not particularly, no. But I was aware you don't want to mess with. I mean, there's, there's about five or six of well, us. You don't want to mess with it because it could it could go. But I just thought I cannot the, let this. I hate bullying. I hate yeah, bullying. yeah. It's I just the humiliation of being beaten up by 11-year-olds. Which can obviously... Because yeah, they're more likely to hit me than I am to, obviously to hit them, aren't they? I mean, yeah. just, no, no, why no, not just have a little talking, go? A lot of violence <laughs> in the house. Get my son. Get my, my son was there doing chin-ups on the scaffolding. <laughs> it's that family. You've got to be careful. Them. You've got to be careful, haven't you? I mean, intervening. That's just, it's so I mean, that's always, but that's always like the, the sort of Daily Mail nightmare, isn't it? Of, like, somebody who's older, gets involved in yeah. helping a young person who's in a similar situation, and then the other young people, yeah, then attack them. It's, but yeah. I think that's rare, and I think... It's usually Australians, for some reason. Whenever, oh, you, whenever really? there's a have-a-go here, it's always an Australian guy who, who ends up getting stabbed. Because I've got that, yeah. that, naive, that, that naivety, haven't they? But I think it's to be championed. I mean, I think if you see someone getting brutalised like that, then you've got to... You'd hope you'd do something, wouldn't you? Absolutely, I mean, you would hope so. isn't that that... That's society, though, right? isn't it? it just, yeah, for, all it takes for evil to... Prosperous for good people to do nothing and get out the chip shop. And yeah. Get out of my chip yeah. shop! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't follow Tom into any chip shops. <laughs> Let me tell you, I do not like sharing my chips. <laughs> so, I will have Tom, that last gherkin. Sorry, Sean. Yes, I haven't seen you for ages. So, what have you been up to in general? So, what have I been up to? I have. When was the last time I saw you? Probably about a year ago. Even longer. Yeah, maybe even we, longer. We did a gig together where you were. I mean, you're a great host, and you oh, you hosted you. that gig at Stoke Newington. Do you mean compare? Yeah. Yeah, compared to the, the uh, Stoke Newton <laughs> Town Hall. He's still hosting. He's host- the way never, Tom does it, he's hosting. He's a proper host. I've never <laughs> heard some crisps coming in. There you go, No, 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 but he's a proper host. And <laughs> it, it was, he was at Stoke Newton Town Hall, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, we yeah. had a nice time that Yeah, night. yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, they, were, they were a nice, a nice crowd of people. Yeah. Very fun. Are you mainly um, comparing then? No, no. Do all sorts. Yeah, do, so do, every, you, do every position on the bill. And Edinburgh, you haven't been there for a while. No, I'm going. That's my next big thing. I'm going Hurrah. to Edinburgh this summer. I'm going to be at the stand. So what? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. And so, what show? Uh, what kind of show are you doing? Uh, a comedy show. Lovely. Um, and I haven't been up for a long time, and I've realised that I've realised this doing gigs actually all over that sometimes you can try and please other people, and sometimes that is important. But there are times when you try and please other people, and they don't respond well, or you get sort of you get sort of the feeling like you feel a bit empty. So my intention is to just do a show this year that I really enjoy doing and 
to hell with everybody else, including the audience. Bollocks to everyone. You know, so I'm excited um, by it. Edinburgh's got the perhaps per capita the most chip shops in Europe. Do you know, I once went into a chip shop in the rough bit of Edinburgh and asked for a lemon wedge. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and I never went back there again. <laughs> so uh, I'm hoping they'll come to the show, though. <laughs> but no, but have you, have you written your show yet, though? I'm writing it now. And so is there a theme? Um, not, not, not exclusively so, no. Not in the way that, you know, like some people go up and mm. go, oh, I'm going to do a show about mineral water that's mm. what i'm looking at on the table mm. uh, and that's the theme of my that's show sounds, and it's going to be good. everything about mineral water um whenever i've tried to do that in the past i've enjoyed it and it's useful but I, actually i think the process should be freer than that or yeah, that's so what i think works for me mm. and i do like telling stories that's what i really enjoy doing um and i think it's it's really a chance to a friend of mine said this to me recently um it's a chance for people to dance in your head and so you want to give people just like a, a view of your world i think that's what people go to comedy for they go for so i'm just tired thinking of the dancing in yeah head. i know yeah. it's all this raving i do yeah. you basically just want to do a show that you're proud of and, and yeah yeah i mean oh, more and more great. i realize really that good, I, good, I, good luck more and more i realize i i don't want to just say things that are funny obviously i do want to do that and obviously i have to do that mm. but i think as well it's important to do something that says something. Like, Absolutely. I found myself telling stories a lot of the time in, in gigs I've been doing recently about... Like, for example, I, I told a story the other day about getting some homophobia, while I, homophobic sort of abuse while I was standing on stage. Mm. And so where, where was this? At a gig in South London. I don't want to name it. They're very nice people who run it. I don't want to do them down. The banana? Um, <laughs> no, not the banana. Not the banana. They're there. Do you like the way I pronounce that? Yeah, I don't know why banana. I said it like that. <laughs> Patney Patni gigs downstairs in... He doesn't want to mention. No, no, it wasn't there. No, 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 no you're, right. Anywhere, you're right. No, not to mention. It honestly yeah. wasn't any any of so, those places. Someone shouted up at you. Someone went. I was talking about gay marriage, mm. or as I call it, garage. Mm. And another was, music reference. <laughs> you're welcome. And somebody just shouted out. It's not funny being gay standing on stage talking about being gay. And I was really hurt by it, and I can really imagine, sort yeah. of taken back by it and I said well it's you know it's it's okay that you don't find me funny and they went good and I said but I, I don't like the fact that you brought up that it's because I'm gay and they went well we didn't bring that up you did and then their friend went um yeah none of the other acts talked about being straight and but did the audience were they totally on your side not completely well, or they would did that sort of passive thing of being quite quiet but then I thought no I'm gonna keep going and keep going and then you needed Paul to be like, have I, a go here at Paul I know you? he would have done some chin-ups on them but <laughs> I don't know what a chin-up is Paul I'm sorry but uh, were you being funny when they did that when you talk about gay marriage were you getting laughs off it or was it a moment of a sort of frizzle moment or what what kind of it was going it was it was going okay right I would say okay, to cool, be fair cool. yeah, yeah. um it was yeah it was going yeah it was right, it was okay, fine cool. right yeah. uh and um and I don't, like, I, so part of me is going, no, you shouldn't, you know, that's something you have to deal with, that's your job, you have to deal with people being confrontational. They're drunk, some people are like that, don't be oversensitive. But then the other part of me goes, well, like, the point of stand-up is I think you go and see a human being, mm. and, you know, like I did, I sort of showed them that I was really taken back, and I sort of showed yeah. them that I was kind of a bit choked by it, because but, I was kind of like, well, if I'm not doing that, then it's all... It's good to try and elevate fake. the room you're in, you but, try to elevate it as well, it's good it. you held your ground and... I hope so, yeah. I mean, I didn't, but I'm, I don't believe that it all has to be like this sort of machismo aggression, I, I don't what, think that that's... Are, you, never been in a fight. are you saying as well that you kind of came out of yourself a little bit, you know, when you said you got really hurt by that, because you're not on stage, even though you're yourself, you're kind of persona as well yeah yeah so did you find yourself oh hang on a second this has got really real and personal here yeah that's exactly how did, I you, did you say shit just got real 
I wish I had said that. I'm not sassy enough. I'm not as sassy as you, Paul. You should not not let you dance in my head no longer. Get out. That sounds interesting, anyway. But, well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just me going, oh, poor me. No, 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 it's it's not. um, It's a moment, isn't it, that might have informed you about the the direction you want to go or something. I mean, it's it's all feedback, isn't it? When I started talking about it again on stage, I sort of realised that, you know, there's a lot of we do a lot of like liking on Facebook of mm. people's opinions and sort of worthy stories that we, we mm. read and see. Mm. And I sort of thought, well, actually it's not enough. It's not, that's not enough. And, and actually when I found myself presented in that situation, I actually did feel kind of quite threatened by the world. And actually, I don't know, there's something in sharing it perhaps that is, or, or, is validating or, and it's empowering. Or, 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 or sometimes as well as like, there might be a way to talk about it. That, that, that gets that that bloke on board as well. There might be a way to to, to frame what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, when, when I'm doing material, because I know where I'm coming from with stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a crowd don't always, do they? And you sense a discomfort or something. Yes. I'm not yes. validating it, but I'm saying, but you sense it. Yeah. And then you just reframe your way on your way into it. Your opening phrases or whatever that open up the subject. Because because because. Do you know what I mean? It might. It's one of those. It could be one of those moments as well. Do you know what I mean? Talk about it's it and also, find a way of talking. It's about also it. a little bit frightening when you know that that guy. Obviously, I wasn't there, but he doesn't sound like the nicest person in the world. And, and it's horrible when you you're trying to entertain a group of people, and then you yeah. realise I don't like you. That's that's exactly what it taught me. Yeah. I think actually is that I kind of went. Actually, then that's what I mean about getting ready for Edinburgh. I kind of went. Well, I could try and write more stuff or try and write some sort of put down line that would probably show me as a winner in that situation but actually I don't want to I don't want to I literally don't want to entertain that man that why not though why don't you want to entertain everyone I mean the, you, you don't like him because you, you felt that he didn't like you isn't it best to try and well, I, don't I mean I just think that's not the case I mean just, I think that's my it's always been my instinct to try and do that um, but I, I sort of go well there are some people who aren't going to get it and I, I suppose my fear is that if I try and sort of please all the people all the time I'll sort of please no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, I, I mean, it's I'm, kind I'm, of... I'm, I'm no, always Paul, shamelessly know. just try and, get, try and get, get everyone. Yeah, but like sometimes you'll be, uh, there'll be audience members that you just go, I just don't like you. And I'm not saying don't entertain them, but you just go, I really don't even want to be in the same room as you. Yeah, but it's a failing that, isn't it? I mean, I just think, I don't know, I just, I just don't like that feeling. You know, just, to me, that's not sure. as constructive as like, he's sure. a human being, he feels weird, whatever's happened. I'm not, I'm not condoning it at all, but it's just like... What's more interesting to say? I'm not interested in you, or to say, let's. I don't know. Just what's the most powerful thing that's been said to you on stage? <sighs> I don't really Ooh. know. I mean, people talked about. <laughs> you know, I've had people slagging me for being from the north. I've had people trying to, you know, probably at Battersea Jonglers years ago when they started going on about about the Munich air disaster. <laughs> I was on stage. I, found out I, was, a, I was a United <laughs> fan. Um, and I didn't re- react particularly well, you know. But I'm not proud of it, you know. It's just like. You know, I, I just, I just think that's, I just think it's harder to be, to be as inclusive as possible in an intelligent way. I'm not saying, be, I'm not saying be, be stupid. Say, oh, guy, I'm not saying slag yourself off at all, or, or, sure. or, or work out a way to put him down. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to work out a way of like being in- in- I like intelligent mainstream. I don't like, I don't like mm-hmm. things that are at all exclusionist. But that's just me. You yeah, do, no, you, you do, do what you want. You know, but I was in, like, I was in Coventry years ago when the IRA was still, you know, mm-hmm. doing their thing, and I, I used to do a routine about uh, Mickey Rourke picking up an award, and you know, he'd mention the IRA, you know, and all that, and like n- nothing pro IRA because I'm, I'm not. But this uh, this guy just went up and went to punch me in the face, oh and, and the guy had to stop him, and he says, you know, my uncle uh, died in Northern Ireland. And like so, the atmosphere was just totally gone mm, in the mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. And then this Irish guy in the audience, who was very drunk, he just said, uh, and he, he was trying to uh, save the situation. He just goes, Sean, if he's not happy 
about what's happening. Tell him to go back to his own country. Yeah. I went, we're in his country now, mate. <laughs> and that brought the room back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But rooms are funny. The yeah. Things that can turn rooms on a, you know, that, that guy, you, you, there was an uncomfortable moment and then you can win it and lose it. That's what makes stand-up so special, isn't it? Absolutely. You know I mean? there are so, those, so different. And yeah. that electricity and that sort of freeze-on mm-hmm. is obviously the, the, the beauty of, yeah. of, live, of live performance, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I suppose, and as well, it kind of made me aware of... Um, the well, I, I watched the Panty Bliss uh, speech. Have you seen that from no. um, from Dublin? She does a noble call speech at uh, the theatre in Dublin uh, about uh, Panty Bliss is a is a drag performer. Okay, right. And uh, and and there's been this thing with uh, RTE paid. It's a long story, but basically, she gets up to talk about um, her experience of homophobia and why it's. Um, what it what it does basically mm. and, and what that sort of like institutionalized uh, homophobia does and uh and she said about how it actually made her question herself and make her kind of feel like she wasn't good enough and made her she got some abuse when she was crossing a road once and now every time she goes to cross a road she goes am i acting too gay am i yeah. too mm. and that's the mm. that's the power of that sort of negativity mm. um that's often ignored and and i think it's, it's probably worth acknowledging and yeah and one yeah. of the things it, it brought up for me was actually the power of oration and that like talking to people making a speech mm. is something we don't really Absolutely, yeah, really, yeah. I don't enjoy yeah. anymore, and, and yeah, it's yeah. all sort of sound bites and, yeah, and kind yeah, of totally, like yeah. and, and yeah. sort of where's, where's your slant, what's your angle? But there's but that's why things like Edinburgh are brilliant, like and where the clubs aren't because yeah. no matter how good you are, still in the clubs, Paul, and you you know this more than anyone else. It's you can't really do anything outside the box. Well, well, some some people do, and some of the people who progress quickly beyond the circuit do it better than others. But but the, the, the circuit, the comedy circuit, is by its nature is quite competitive in terms of impact. In terms of impact on rooms, you can yeah. be following a comic. It's not particularly great in what you're in his content, but it's got massive impact on a room, and you end up thinking, "How can I impact on this room?" It almost the structure of it almost mitigates against originality because you, you, you're competing on a certain level. Do you know what I mean? You're on mm-hmm. a bill with four of the comics, mm-hmm. and everyone's storming it. You end up thinking about storming it as opposed to sort of the depth of communication, which you can get over an hour. You know, so it's, it's a bit of a different. It's a bit of a but thing. you did your first tour in such a long time, and did you find that uh, changed you as a performer? Sort of. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I think, um, I think I've probably got as much, if not more, from just doing those arenas when I was doing like twenty-five, thirty minutes. And uh, Tom, uh, Paul uh, was supporting McIntyre and South Africa and stuff, and just around uh, just around the world in these big arenas, yeah. and that was like about uh, taking the material that I've been doing in the clubs for a while and working out how to make it just funnier. I think there's always a case for saying for making your old stuff funnier as well as bringing in new stuff. I think it's I think it has to be both. Um, so I got a, a lot out of that as well. And then the tour is a different thing because you have got that depth of communication. I mean, you find it more you find it. Different levels you've got over an hour and a half or whatever, don't you? Yeah, no, and ways also of communicating. There to see you, so it's yeah, so you can mm-hmm. relax a little yeah. bit, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I played. Uh, have, has any of you two ever played Bridgewater? I don't think no, you have I because I think I was the first comic ever to go there. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, now this was like it was a brilliant gig. I really enjoyed it, but uh-huh. like it was it's all run by volunteers and mm. they're like our, our rider is four bottles of water and they rang up eight times to go. We've got the sandwiches. <laughs> I said uh, we don't we don't want sandwiches all right and then we, the second we arrived which was quite late mm. Friday traffic and he went do you want me to bring the sandwiches into the room now very and proud then, about um, the sandwiches and then he says, he says the guy from the local paper he was going to take a picture but he's gone off to do something else and he had this little uh, <laughs> phone thing he said so I'll take it on my phone for the paper I'm going yeah yeah whatever mate and then, and then uh, the show started 
uh, there's a reviewer in, in the local paper in the front row. Oh, brilliant. And just the, all the way through writing, you know. Mm. And then yeah, yeah. this other woman who just, just uh, from nothing, just went, I used to really fancy you when I was 16. <laughs> I'm, going, this, I'm doing a show here. This is not our night out. And it was just like they never, they yeah. didn't know how to act at yes. a comedy show. There was <laughs> yeah, no yeah, decorum yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Did, like, have you come across any shows that just, they go, they haven't seen this before? There's something quite, ex- there's something quite exciting, I think, about that uh that that feeling when you that turn freshness. up somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah when you, it's just sort of like in a church hall or something, mm. and people are just excited to see you. Mm. And there's something nice about a place that's kind of that's run out of love, <laughs> that it's run by volunteers rather than cash. But um, I'm trying to think. I think I've been to some mad ones. Yeah, some mad ones like that don't have any lighting and things. Well, yeah, go to the Scotch Highlands. They're all like that. Every mm. one of those shows. Oh, really? Like I, I did the quite you know, in one of those community halls. Oh yeah, yeah. And they went, oh yeah, we we like our comedy here. We had Fred McCauley here twelve years ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the like turn you know, of the century show. And they said, would you mind awfully uh, doing the raffle in the middle of your show? And I just went, this show is. I'm not going to be able to do my show tonight. So yeah. I. I, I just did the raffle for an hour. Right, right. Then, yeah. <laughs> You've got to go with that. Yeah. You go with the flow. Yeah. But, but the, the, I love that. But mm, yeah. that's proper communication. Yeah. And also, yeah. what people tend to forget, and like I think it's quite a religious experience, as in you're a congregation and mm. you're there to communicate and yeah. share together. Yeah. Mm. And that, that's why I don't like clubs, because I don't think you get that in clubs that often. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you get, can occasionally, but, yeah. but, but sometimes you don't, yeah. I think... Uh, that's the benefit of, a, I think, a good club. The sign of a good club is when yeah. it does feel like that. And everybody's, organic sort of experience. Yes, yeah. and everybody has an equal stake in it, and everybody sort of is enjoying owning the evening and, and, and listening and, and well, laughing. Well, it is that, that, just that sharing is so important. Yeah. Like, mm. you know? mm. And so have you got a name for, the, uh, for your show then, Tom? Yes, it's called Life Slash Style. Like it. Loving it. Like it. Like you were going to have that one, so you can't use that one now, Paul. What am I going to have? Am you know, I going to have a style? Life slash style, you can't use that now. It's, it's, gone. Gone. it's gone. It's gone. Tom's, Tom's got it. Tom's got Tom's it. Got there first. Stars, everyone. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Tom. So we're going to... Well, listen, thank you so much for coming in. Really oh, appreciate pleasure. it. Pleasure. Uh, now, we, we didn't really get to uh, talk... Justin Rose's uh, our dietitian. Like, did you look after your diet as such? Um, I am about to, once I've heard this uh, insight from this dietitian. Okay, well, I, I don't really... I'm trying to cut down on carbs, but... Well, Justin's renowned. Uh, first question, Justin, is... Which is worse for you now? Because all this talk in the paper, is it what's worse, sugar or fat? Well, there have been a lot of studies uh, carried out, but definitely, in my opinion, fat. Thanks so much for coming in. Really appreciate that. Uh, it's been a lovely <laughs> show. Uh, you've been listening to Another Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Uh, tune in again next week. Lots of love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.